2: we <laughs>
0: Armstrong and get The birthplace of talk radio. I see all these
1: idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh.
3: Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah.
1: It's such a
3: bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. I think it's a healthy expression of people saying, let's get some priorities here. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he. Armstrong, Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Getty.
0: Live from Studio C. C, si, senior. Diddly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The crack of the bat, the roar of the non-existent crowd. Major League Baseball, back in America, maybe. I'm wearing a different hat for baseball team every segment, starting, obviously, as you can see, with Florida Marlins, Detroit Tigers next. I'm going to go through all the major league teams throughout the day. I'm so excited about baseball coming back.
3: I thought maybe you were working geographically from the southeast to the northwest, but no, if you're skipping to Detroit,
0: is it alphabetical? I'm uh, not happy with some of the new rules that they're going to have. I think having the outfielders wear clown shoes is just stupid um more scoring oh yeah it's gonna be hard to get to you know a long d- drive off the wall line drive to the gap oh it it's over his enormous clown shoes
3: that's gonna be two bases maybe three
0: so what's the the craziest rule i saw is you start with a guy on second base after extra in- the bot, right exactly
3: yeah Every extra inning starts with a guy on second base. What are we? Children here? I know. It's, it's it's like a game you would make up in the schoolyard. <laughs> it really is. And a horror of horrors. I'd rather have my mom call me and say, Joe, I've joined the Communist Party. The National <laughs> League is going to have the designated hitter. Well, are they in clown shoes? Slap me silly and call me Babe Ruth. I just I don't care anymore. Yes, the designated hitter has to wear clown shoes and a patch over one eye. Mm. Boo! Boo! (laughs) (laughs) D.H. Gimmick.
0: Boo! And what's the theory on that? How does that help the spread of COVID?
3: I don't know. I have no idea what their, what their thought on that is. Well, I get is the, just... I get the, the base runner on extra innings. They want to avoid long games. Okay. Because the ser the, the, the season is going to be a sprint. Uh, but, uh, no, the DH, I can't imagine. It's idiotic.
0: Right, anyway, baseball's, uh, look like coming back 60 games, et cetera, et cetera.
3: It was probably a gift to the players association.
0: Um, yeah, it could be. Um, uh, you know, I am. Uh, I'm tired of the whole. Uh, I hate to even say the term because I have. I feel like like a third of our audience will 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 reach for the button on their radio when mm. I say the term coronavirus. Mm. Like, all right, I'm not doing another segment on that. The coronavirus doesn't seem to have any interest in our attention span, though. It would seem the coronavirus is is an unaware of how we get interested in a story, then it kind of peaks and goes away and we're ready for a new story. The coronavirus just doesn't seem to be interested in that. It's, it's out of touch with the rhythms of American life? Given the fact that in Texas they've had the hospitalizations go up for eight straight days and it's doubled in the last four, and they're actually starting to worry about having enough hospital beds in Texas. Mm. That's uh, There's seven states where hospitalizations are on the rise. So the curve might be... Not flat enough in Texas. Apparently. Well, that's uh,
3: frightening. That's it is. It freaking is. It's a t- terrible disease. Do, are we any better at treating this thing than we were in the early days when they were sticking the uh, tubes down people's uh, windpipes,
0: even though it didn't do any good? Yeah. It's funny. I was thinking about that over the weekend. Like, you know, if I got to the hospital and they're trying to do some of the stuff that I don't And All I've done is read a bunch of articles and many of them conflicting. And I, mm. I think, hey, are you are you guys all up on the latest or... Because it changes a lot. Now this, we're going to
3: give the ventilators one more
0: try. This thing you're doing is this like the best idea, or did they determine it's not a good idea? Yeah, yeah. got to figure that out everywhere. But uh, I find that very true. I'm still more afraid of the economy than I am of the virus in terms of just for my own family. Uh, but that's one of the things that worries me. If you got uh, and seven of the states where hospitalizations are on the rise are two of the biggest states in the country, Texas and California, and you know the economy uh, staying down is—I uh, don't like that at all. Oh it's no, not good for anybody. No, well, I don't think we're going to go full shutdown.
3: It'll be a, a measured, partial uh, shutdown.
0: Well, I'm doing <coughs> doing a little traveling with my son next uh, week, just a couple of nights, and uh, so I was calling around some of your major cities and some of the biggest hotels. They're closed. I didn't even know that. Yeah, various cities. They just they haven't been open for three months. That's how much money would that be for a giant five hundred
3: room, you know, luxury hotel that's usually packed? Oh, right! It's an unspeakable amount of money. It's a horrific number of jobs too that are either suspended or not in existence well, anymore. So
0: I looked into it a little more, and a couple of the hotels in question are kind of trying to reopen, but they can't get people to come back to work because they're making more money at home. Uh-oh. So if you say, you know, you put out the whole, uh, we can we can have you know a fifteen percent of you come back. Uh that's all right, bull well, blah uh, yeah, let somebody else do it i'm I'm okay, yeah' Cause, uh we're currently paying more um, unemployment, which is a problem all across the country, and nobody's exactly sure how they're gonna unwind that knot. Well, true words have never been spoken then if you want more of
3: something, subsidize it. If you want less of it, tax it.
0: If I understand correctly the uh that unemployment money runs out end of the month, end of July. Is oh, that man. right? Yeah,
3: yes. but they're discussing a fourth round right. of stimulus.
0: So or is st- there anybody who doesn't expect that to get extended? And then how many times will we extend that? Oh my gosh, uh, leading up to the election, I believe that the previous levels of irresponsibility in
3: American politics will uh, it'll look like the 1950s by November. Yeah. I mean, the, the last couple of years of wild irresponsibility will look like the 1950s in comparison. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, this all annoys me. It brings me down. It depresses me. I, let's talk about something else. And then Boogity Boogity. Back to baseball. Boogity, there are boogity. going to be lions roaming the outfields.
1: That's going to be really difficult with the clown shoes. Hungry lions.
0: A different sport on the Boogity Boogity is, uh, your NASCAR with the noose. We got to get into that whole story.
1: Yeah, I
3: have some serious issues. <laughs> With America's crappy, crappy
0: media. Yeah, I would say so. Double crappy. There are some assumptions you make when you hear a story that you can't make about how much people have looked into
3: anything. And the backpedaling they're doing today is as embarrassing as anything they did prior to the truth coming out, which was that, well, first of all, and I, I I hate to give away the punchline, it wasn't a freaking noose. And everybody is still calling it a noose today. It's It's not clear why the noose was left. It wasn't a noose. How did it get called a noose for so long without anybody looking at it? And why why are they continuing? Well, I know why they're continuing. Sure. Because they're embarrassed. Whether well, Their incompetence, their race-baiting, their sensationalism, their lack of professional ethics. no And
0: what percentage of the media wanted it to be a noose? And wanted it to be white supremacy? Like 90%? Oh, my God, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: so well, that, as as heard on the A&G show, there's no way.
0: Well, anyway. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning,
1: Mike. I'm doing great. We're going to go back in time here for just a second, okay? Gladys? December 3rd, 2001, Dean came in, said this invention would be to the car, what the car was to the horse and buggy. Okay. The Segway.
3: Oh, <laughs> 2001, the Segway. Yes. It'll be to the car. Well, the there's car was news on.
1: about the Segway today. Oh, are... Ending the production of it. Yeah. Oh. So well, Segways no. are, yeah.
0: I no. rode one once for two minutes as a radio thing. Uh. But uh, that was it. I certainly it certainly hasn't become a regular part of my commute.
1: <laughs> they sold one hundred and forty thousand total in total in, in two uh, decades. almost. Right. And it's mostly wow. used by law enforcement. You know, it, and, and all cops, cops law enforcement. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
0: tourists like in various places. That's
1: so the end of the line for the segue, I guess
0: had- one hundred and forty thousand sold in twenty years. yeah, that's incredible. I remember the hype leading
3: up to it yeah. it was called Project Ginger, I believe that's correct. and they said it will change life on earth in a way that nothing has for a hundred years. <laughs>
0: You know, that was some good hyping. I got to give him credit for that. It, it just goes to show you because I thought, okay, that's possibly true. And then when the iPhone came out and I had one, I would have never predicted it was going to change everything. And it did. Um, so, yeah, well, so it hasn't changed pieces.
3: everything, Jack. A kiss is still a kiss. A sunset is still beautiful. That
0: kiss sucks, says the person on Twitter. There's there's
3: no DH in the National League. Whoops. Wait a minute. No, everything's changed. Really
1: worse. I remember the <laughs> AG and Segway segment. I think that was wasn't that good radio. I tried. No. To it was. It was Michael. It was challenging. You know what?
3: There's no need to be a Richard. Yeah.
0: That care. was that was It was ret-
1: terrible. Everybody knows it. It was embarrassing.
0: <laughs> there's positive. Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
1: Doing very well. Uh, I, I at my core. I'm an idea guy. I, what, what I lack is. Exactly. Is, That's is, what people say. <laughs> Shaw, you mean Sean, the idea guy? I, I lack discipline, follow through. I can't actually like make any of these things come to fruition, right? So I'm, I'm just going to give away one of my many million dollar ideas <laughs> just right here uh, on, on the Armstrong Yeti show. And I, what I want for my TV is essentially a screensaver that replicates a really nice saltwater fish tank. No. When I'm mm. not looking at my TV, I would love for it to just have. You know, the little bubble sound
0: every now and, and then. And if you got like the 4K UD, it would look like a dang fish tank. Yeah. And, right. you know,
1: just a, a giant, you know, 60 inch. Yeah, that's right. I'm rocking the 60 inch screen at Chateau Relaxo oh, 2.0. Cause when I watch a movie, I watch a movie. Nice screen. And, uh, and yeah, I want it. was like 200 bucks on sale or something. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would love to have that sort of, you know, and there's even, you know, it's, you could do like a fire, right? Like a nice crackling oh, fire wait a or something now, with like the that. audio, like a Tesla has. Yeah, exactly. Something yeah. like that for my screen in my apartment because I, I lack actual emotional stakes in my real life. So I would like to have these little things that make me I'm happy for five minutes at become, a time. I'm surprised that
0: hasn't become more of a thing, picking your screensaver.
1: Yeah. My uh, service has gone from like
3: just a, a still ad now when it's on pause. If you don't, you know, you pause a golf tournament, whatever, for five minutes, it goes. It goes to a screensaver thing, mm-hmm. except now it's ads that yeah. move and flash at you and All stuff. Right. Oh, it's obnoxious.
0: Mine immediately goes to a uh, a view of uh, L.A. at night, like you're looking at a hotel room mm. in, a, in a tall building, and it's just gorgeous on my, on my new TV. You know what? It, it occurs
3: to me that's probably not my cable service. That's my TV. Mm. That's my smart TV is
0: advertising at me. How smart is that? I don't know. Smarter than me. Yeah. Apparently, um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. I'm saying everything like it's a question. On this Wednesday, June the 24th, year 2020, we're Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. My, look at the
3: time. Let's begin the show officially now according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. We can't sleep. Mr. Mayor, you won't sleep.
1: Oh, wow. What That's, is that? That's a protest there in uh, New York City, I believe. Huh? Huh? Those those were people honking their car horns at the New York mayor over fireworks. Because exactly. Bill de Blasio, the gigantic communist.
0: Yeah, that fireworks thing is a problem all across the country. We'll have to talk about that. How does mailbag look? Oh, well, it's outstanding. Sprawling epic. Fantastic. All this stuff. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Some of the recent stats out there on the coronavirus are frightening, among other things. Stay tuned.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: We'll get into the story arc of the NASCAR noose coming up in a little bit. It's kind of interesting all the way around. I'd say it's pathetic. It's frightening.
3: It's typical. It's dangerous is what it is. It is absolutely dangerous. That's why it's frightening. It's frightening and dangerous. Our original air names. Mailbag. I had a really wacky idea for the show. Looking at the clock, maybe uh, the beginning next segment. A uh, truly wacky idea. I think you'll enjoy it. Maybe we do it this Friday. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from George Orwell in 1984. See if this rings a bell for you. Oh, was sent along by Randy in rural Texas. Who writes, y'all are better never really digging the show, thought you'd like this quote. Well, you're right about that, Randy, we did it, I did like it. Here we go. I am not better than ever. Every book has been rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. 1984, you have to erase history. To get compliance, we have a brave new philosophy. That's a great quote. Reread 1984, everybody. If you don't have time, read Animal Farm. It's a lot shorter. And it has
0: more pigs. If you don't have time for that, <laughs> listen to Van Halen 1984. Right. It's a fantastic album.
1: Right. Is that about the book? Absolutely. absolutely <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. As far as I can oh, tell. Yeah.
0: Panama, it's
3: all about the book. <laughs> it's, it's code for uh, the hero of the book. Yeah. It's, it's not about a stripper. Uh, so uh, uh, Judith, one of several people who corrected me, Joe Getty. I proud myself on my accuracy, and I was saying uh, uh, Tim Scott was the senator from Florida. He's indeed from South Carolina. At least I had the right quadrant of the country. I didn't say he was from Alaska, but yes, indeed, he's a senator from South Carolina. I apologize for that. Tear down his statue. Careless, grievous, and idiotic error. I am deeply ashamed. My family has disowned me. <clears throat> M- Madeline writes. Y'all are so enjoyable that I feel young again. I feel young again. Wow. That's nice, Madeline. Didn't know we had that sort of effect on people. You know what? I'm going to call you Maddie. It's going to make you feel even younger, huh? Thanks for the note, Maddie. Jack, are you offended? It hasn't offended me, but I don't have your name, writes Ed. And he uh, shows us, uh, he sent us a picture of a Cracker Jack uh, box. Cracker, of course, a derogatory racial team for term, rather, for poor white people. And then uh, so he sent us this other picture, which is clearly a box of Caucasian Jack. Much better. Thank you, Ed, for your sensitivity. What's up, Crackers? Uh, Let's see. Oh, (laughs) Drew the Millennial writes, whispers, guys, Amerigo Vespucci was a slave owner. We got to cancel America. Or rename it. Love the show, Drew the Millennial. That's right. America is named loosely after Amerigo Vespucci, one of your European explorers. So in North America, South America is all going to change. In Litania? Equitania. The United States
0: of Equitania. You like it? Did you see that the mob has announced that they're coming for the Lincoln statue Thursday? Uh... I I almost said something unfortunate. We'll get into that coming up.
3: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now it's on. Will anybody be there to stop them? (sighs) If there ain't, I move to Italy, where Amerigo Vespucci was from or something. I I, I will not live in this country if we go that far down the road. Uh, We have a lot of great uh, emails, mailbag, texts, and stuff to get to. And my wacky idea for the show coming
0: up right after the break. And we'll uh, catch up on some of the big stories of the day, like the mob coming for the Lincoln statue. They've uh, announced it ahead of time.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The
1: Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: you know a fauci saying yesterday it's not if it's when on a whole coronavirus i thought was probably the biggest news out of the thing uh, cuz i didn't i didn't uh, know where vaccine were... vaccine yeah i didn't yeah. know that that was uh I hope he's right. Yeah, I hope so, too. I yeah, hope. but
3: we don't have time to talk about that. We have breaking stock market news. I was just in the lunchroom getting a little caffeine juice, and they're reporting the Dow is down almost a percent. They brought in their business reporters, and Positive Sean, our Wall Street analyst, is going to what? Why, why Joe, the down sell? Why, I'm, the, I'm why gonna, the drop?
1: I'm going to need you to stop. I know what you're doing. It's
3: down almost a percent currently. This Move
1: is This is not how adults look at the market, Joe. What? No, they're breathless in there. They're yelling on the cable news channel. I will not partake in this nonsense, but Joe. it's Why is it down?
3: Is it down on news of the coronavirus? It's a beautiful example of freaking cable news. And an and even more ugly <laughs> manifestation of it. Full credit to, oh, it's just a bunch of numbers. They emailed us. Uh, the uh, Bubbo Wallace uh, noose story, the NASCAR news thing, fake news, fake news. That's our headline. Fake news, fake news. It wasn't a friggin' noose. They're still calling it a noose on the cable news. It was simply uh, the garages, which are assigned more or less randomly. They're at the racetrack. They have garage doors. They're manual. You left them up, you pull them down via a rope. All of the garage bays have little loops in the rope, so you can grasp it with your hand and pull it down. Somebody cut the loop off of this one. And you can see it. There are all sorts of pictures. It's shorter, etc. It's just a loop of rope. So you can grab it. And that's what's still being called a noose in the news. I actually went to the uh, uh, the old the old dictionary. And a noose is not a simple loop of rope, folks. It's a specific um, knot for sta- a specific purpose.
0: State from, statement from NASCAR. We appreciate the FBI's quick and thorough investigation and are thankful to learn that this was not an intentional racist act against Bubba. Uh, Uh, Of news stories since 2015, I think, if I remember correctly, there's been eight of them. They've all turned out to not be anything, though they got a tremendous amount of news coverage. Right. We don't live in a country, this probably, well, this shouldn't be surprising to most of you. It's not surprising to me. We don't live in a country where people are running around putting nooses places to frighten black people. It's just not really a thing. Right. It is a thing. For social justice warriors, there's a great
3: quote. I got it here somewhere. It's from uh, uh, Ben Carson. He said, when the demand for racism exceeds the supply, you must create more. (laughs) It's actually a really nice twist of an economic principle. But these new incidents are always social justice warriors trying to create more uh, racism because they can't find enough. And uh, Nakedly Progressive Radio today is reporting it's still not known how the noose came to be there or why. It's not a noose. If there's any why to it, it's that somebody decided to create a sensation by throwing a simple loop of, of rope into a NASCAR garage. Or it was already there by cutting it off. It just—it's—it's it's beyond nothing. It's—it's—it's it's a, it's a negative story. It—it—it it, it can't be measured. It's this is this is so troubling. And the news media, having gone berserk for a couple of days over the story, are now trying to act like it's still a noose, and they just don't know why it's in there. And it
0: was—and—and
3: and they're not even saying what the FBI said, which is this is nothing. There's nothing to see here.
0: A lot of the stupid stories that um, the media runs with, even though they're you know they're not what they claim them to be, you know, they're, not, they're not really that consequential, other than making you cynical about news. But these are consequential. There are a whole bunch of people that heard the story, particularly I'm guessing in um, in black communities, about a noose, and uh, will not hear this part. Right, and you know what's really frustrating. Or to any me is, of the other eight noose instance, instances in the last half a decade.
3: Right. Right. Exactly. You hear the story. You do not hear the murmured update if it's aired at all. And what's frustrating to me, and I should be used to it at this point, is how incredibly dishonest all these media outlets are. There are conservative websites and publications that have all of the facts, all of the evidence you need. They have a series of pictures of this specific garage and that specific rope this week. Last week, last month, etc. Because there's all sorts of security footage and and just NASCAR footage of uh, that garage complex. And it shows clearly what happened and what didn't happen. It's known.
0: Yeah. And the FBI was
3: definitive, but they're not reporting.
0: It. So there's enthusiasm for the story, obviously, because a lot of the media wants it to be true. For some reason, they enjoy the fact that there are white supremacists threatening black people. Um, there's also the cutbacks in, in newsrooms in dollars. So just journalism just isn't as good. Because, I would think this would have, could have been uncovered really quickly. Yes, by somebody saying, "Well, can I see this noose and put a picture of it in the newspaper or on television or whatever?" And yeah. can you show me where it was? And and uh, and there has to be security film because they are multimillion-dollar operations in every one of these garages. So I doubt they're just left for anybody, any random white supremacist to just <laughs> wander in and out and place <laughs> nooses, right? And that sort of thing. It, yeah. You know what's really weird is
3: uh, Matt Weaver, who is a uh, I think he's a, a sports reporter. Oh, he's the associate motorsports editor for Auto Week USA and Auto Week Racing. He specifically asked NASCAR, "Isn't that part of the garage pull down rope?" And they said, "No, absolutely not. It's a noose." And then the FBI comes in and says the the opposite. I don't I don't know what NASCAR was thinking. Hmm. Maybe they just wanted
0: to seem woke. Uh, this is just so strange. Scared of even hinting, maybe. That, maybe they were just scared, especially at the time when this story broke, because things were a lot hotter last week than they are this week. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Maybe when the story broke, they were just scared to death of, of, of slowing it down at all.
1: There's, I think also the context of this story happening within the same week of them having their whole Confederate flag thing, too. There's that. I think that backdrop shouldn't be ignored about the, oh, absolutely the fervor not. around this story. That's a huge factor. Sure. Yeah, and and it
3: just made such a beautiful narrative. Yeah. Brave black driver leads a campaign to ban Confederate flag. White supremacist lunatics put noose in his garage to threaten him. Except it didn't happen. Yeah. And it almost never, ever is the case. Yeah, but it'll it'll happen again next month on some college campus when they open up again. Some activist will decide, again, to quote Ben Carson, there isn't enough racism to meet the demand, so we'll uh, manufacture
0: some. Well, we'll see what people think of the media. We've got a new uh, list out uh, how people feel about institutions now compared to not that long ago. And, I mean, all institutions are taking a heck of a hit right now, mm-hmm. which means we have no trust in anything. We don't believe anything, and we don't have trust in anything which is really not a good place for a society be, to be. It is exactly where Vladimir Putin would like us to be, and he played a role in us getting here. But uh, we don't trust in any any of the things that you know, a lot of us grew up with believing in. We don't believe in them anymore, mm-hmm. and we don't believe anything we hear or read or right. see. Right, and, and it's, uh, if you want to drill down a little
3: bit, it, we've gone from, you know, I'm skeptical about this institution, but I think they're, they're mostly doing good work. And then we've passed through a phase where we think, you got to watch them all the time. Now to a phase of utter contempt for a lot of different institutions. And it's happened in our lifetimes.
0: It's been interesting to watch. So there's a statue of Abraham Lincoln, not the biggest one that you probably have visited there uh, in Washington, D.C., if you've ever been. Uh, nobody's uh, trying to take that one down yet. But there's another Lincoln statue, uh, the Emancipation Statue in Lincoln Park in Washington, D.C., that one congresswoman has putting uh, in um, legislation, trying to get legislation going to have it removed. Oh, for the love of God. And the mob was there yesterday, and I called it the, the mob because I don't really know who it is, and nobody's nobody seems to care to figure out exactly who's behind all this, but it's a mob of people that were there yesterday and uh, uh, were kept away by the police, thank God. I saw Washington, D.C. riot police were actually on hand for this one, having let the Andrew Jackson statue thing get out of hand the night before, but the mob announced they're going to come take it down on Thursday. Now... I don't know what that means. I would, uh, I would imagine, alerting the police that you're going to be there Thursday. There'll be quite a presence. So, but that's where we are on that. Great example
3: of what George Orwell was talking about in our freedom-loving quote of the day. You must engage in presentism to establish the party, meaning you know the those who would be in power. You know, in this case, it's it's the mob and and Antifa and BLM and whoever else. Uh, the 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 social justice warrior types. If you look at Lincoln, for instance, and his statue in a serious way, you'll see that though by twenty first century standards some of his attitudes about race are, are not palatable by the standards of his day, he was a, he was a god among progressives. He was extremely progressive, but you can't have that be true. And the only thing you can believe is what the party tells you to believe, because then if you admire Lincoln and admit, okay, well, he was a product of his time, just like we are. And and things evolve. And he was a warrior at that time for what is good and what is right. Well, that no, that denies that the party is the holder of all that is good and true. That's why they have to erase the past. That's what Orwell was talking about. There can only be the present and what the party tells you is right right now, and you must slavishly echo their party line. That's your only choice. Or you can fight it.
0: Civil War expert Ken Burns, who made maybe the best documentary that's ever existed about the Civil War, said Confederate statues should be removed. Um, well, that's the whole, the where interesting where this argument is gone. The Confederate statues thing. I think, yeah, I think you can get a lot of people on board with that. You start getting to uh U.S. presidents. Eh, okay, now it's getting a little, it's getting a, we're, no, we're on a different topic. Right. We're on a completely different topic here. Yep, yep, absolutely. So more on that later. And Here's, then,
3: you know, as if I have to warn you, what happens when the mob's in charge, then they start tearing down statues of Lincoln and abolitionists. Just because, what, they're white guys?
0: Uh, Bubba Wallace says it's a straight-up noose. I would just say... um... There's a good possibility of this. Like I work, uh, I live, I live on a farm and we do lots of different things, you know, constantly trying to work on this or that or move this thing around. Sometimes you tie a rope into a thing that you could call a noose if you wanted to, right? To try to drag something or lift something or whatever. And if it was laying there, you might call it a noose. It's quite possible that that's what was going on in that NASCAR garage. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know Bubba Wallace. He might be a thoroughly reasonable young man.
3: I, I don't know his act at all. Um, But I have seen the pictures of the garage. There are many uh, individual uh, bays in there, and most of them have the pole rope for the garage door in a loop. Nobody at any time looked at that and said, Doesn't that look like all
0: the loops on all those garage doors stand there and point at them? Nobody said that. Seems odd to me. And while we're in sports, baseball's coming back. We just talked about NASCAR. How about the NFL? Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl winner, announced he's a porn addict yesterday.
3: I did not see that coming.
0: <laughs> <Teat>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know what uh, I'm supposed to do with that information yeah, as a fan. I, but, I, 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 I,
1: hmm. Don't let him borrow your phone, I guess. Yeah, so I turn, to
3: turn off the, the, the porn, Ben. Well, he's also allegedly a sexual predator, or was in his younger days.
0: He never, never, uh, Convicted of any of this stuff, right? Uh, No, I don't believe so. Although there were uh, a
3: couple of women who said, yes, he physically overpowered me and wouldn't let me say no. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm just saying those two things, uh, uh, they're not ironic.
0: They fit rather nicely. You're not trying to make a blanket statement about people who enjoy an evening's pornography, are you? Uh, I prefer the term erotica.
3: No, absolutely Definitely not.
0: Erotica. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tasteful <laughs>
3: erotica, exactly. It's art, really. Yeah, um, I got uh, some of Shakespeare's uh, romantic scenes, for instance. Sure. Or, uh, um, so I do want to get to the in- Skank dot com. I want to get to the institutions Shakespeare we- did that. No, no, no. Oh. The was ins- a comma there.
0: I want to get to the institutions we don't believe in anymore. Uh, I want to get to the breakdown on. Uh, Well, some of this stuff were way more like than you would guess, like on attitudes toward masks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's another one of those divisions that we blow blow out of proportion, I think. And also um, um, the world's first robot lawyer, how that's coming along. I have all sorts of
3: great stuff. And I almost forgot my wacky idea, which is we do an entire hour, maybe Friday, maybe the whole show. I don't know. Nothing but uh, uh, texts and emails. Just go through them, respond to them, let the the listeners pick the topics. Hmm. I mean, I have a stack of really great, funny, thought-provoking emails.
0: You want to save them for Friday, or do you think we get a whole new batch? I don't know. I'll be extra lazy on Friday. Okay. (laughs) And I think it'll be entertaining, obviously. You're planning to be lazy on Friday. I I know me. It's like the mob saying we're going to take down the statue Thursday. You're saying I'm going to be lazy Friday. Well, I know my act. Planning ahead of time. I'm pretty
3: consistent on these things. Fantastic. My give a damn has up and gone by Friday.
0: (laughs) Our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So Fauci said it's not if, but when we get a vaccine for the uh, the dang thing. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I just saw on the news that this the, the leading contender that they're testing right now uh, recently boosted the immune system in pigs and kept two monkeys from catching the flu. Wow. So there you go. Happy times at the zoo. <laughs> I'd say. Good time to be a monkey, Right. Or a hog. Hate to be in the you know middle of summer. It's mating season. Sure. Bananas are ripe. Sure, and on sale with the, the flu. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Down. Not anymore. We thought, uh, Sean showed me a good video last week of a little monkey peeling a banana. And the monkey peels the banana, just like a human, by the way. Exactly like a human. Mm-hmm. And then pulls those little white strings that none of us like off of the banana,
1: too. <laughs> with a look on its face of like, God, why are these <laughs> things on here? What is this even? Get, <laughs> this is so... <laughs>
0: These are so bitter if you accidentally Gross. eat them. I thought that was interesting. You're oh, yeah. not just picky, apparently, or your kids aren't if they do that, because the monkey does exactly the same thing, and he's got all the time in the world.
3: Uh, quibble. Uh, the monkey is not eating the banana like a human. You are eating it like a monkey, hmm? and not coincidentally. Wait a second. The evolutionary chain, my friend. Unless we are devolving, and I think we are probably. But sure, so man from monkey. You think we learned it? From uh, don't the write me your angry emails. I don't care. <laughs> I really, I, I don't.
0: I'm going to have to get to the decaying institutions uh, coming yes, out because uh, it's going to require a, a full a full, a full look. Yes. Shine the yes. spotlight on it.
3: Can we play the uh, Antifa Karen they're calling her? Oh, boy. I find the, the term obnoxious and, and racist and, and the rest of it, but that's what she's being called. This is a white woman, and I hope this has been bleeped, but she is screeching at two white, I'm sorry, She's screeching at two black cops, and she's asked to explain
1: herself. What
2: you take off your uniform, are you afraid of
1: police? I have a, I have a question for you. You're white and you're telling this to two black police officers.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you see the problem with that a little bit?
2: Um, no, I don't because, you know what? Just because I'm white and I haven't experienced racism myself doesn't mean I can't fight for justice. They're a part of the system. They're a part of the problem. Just because they're black doesn't mean they're not a part of the problem. Gotcha. I'm allowed to say this to whoever. Because I'm white. Racism is a white person's problem. Yep. Racism is my problem. I need to fix it. That's why I'm here. To all of them. Black, white, f- brown, there,
3: wonder, there might be three distinct, three to four separate sorts of hypocrisy going on right there. She may have set the record.
0: I wonder if she's even paid off her student loans for her grievance studies degree, though that she got <laughs> right. Uh, a, you know, a master's in. Um, there, there are so many freaking mentally ill people bouncing around. Ugh. completely off their rockers. <laughs> You people are
3: crazy. I think you're letting them off the hook by calling them mentally ill, though. They are ideologically delusional. We need a new term for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. I don't know what that is. So it's the thing you always say. There are some ideas only an academic could. Have, some,
3: some, some ideas so idiotic only an intellectual could hold them.
0: This, yeah. this whole postgraduate white woman thing. Which, uh, you know, obviously stretches out into others, but that seems to be leading the charge of just insane ideas that make no sense to anybody but you and your friends that's sitting around in in college talking about. So you have a woke white girl yelling at black cops, calling them
3: racists, and excusing herself by saying it doesn't matter what race she is, but race... Is the only thing you should see everywhere? Um, You gotta draw me a chart, sweetheart.
2: Armstrong and Getty.